Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another spirit-filled edition of FBS Fireside. I'm your host, Willard Brown, a.k.a. Worldwide Willard, standing in for my co-host, J.V. Jaworski Vance. We have a great show ahead today where we kind of piggyback on our show from last week where we talked about men getting their minds right. Um, last week, we talked about how unresolved hurt, pain, and trauma, if not addressed, can lead to mental health issues. So let's talk about that today in a little bit more expounded way. Um, I got a co-host in today, my homeboy from Chicago, by way of West Virginia, Ronnie Wells. Glad to have you today, Ronnie. How are you doing today? Yes, sir. Doing well. Uh, thank the Lord for the opportunity to be here again. Uh, you and JV, especially JV and everything that uh, you all have established. So I'm ready to go. Man, awesome. Awesome. So today we're going to talk about three ways to identify if you're dealing with unresolved trauma. You know, a lot of times it's men when we're traumatized, we don't know it, but we exhibit those behaviors through a lot of ways. So right. we're going to talk about three ways that you can identify if you're dealing with unresolved trauma. Yeah. The first thing, man, is something that me and you both can identify with is when you bring up hurtful stories often. Um, hmm. And, you know, sometimes they, they just creep into the conversation, but really it, there are things from the past that you really haven't resolved, you haven't dealt with. Because right. you, you come, what you think about that? You think, uh, think about what we kind of talk about sometimes um, that we haven't come to grips with yet? Absolutely. You know, the first thing that comes to mind, uh, and, and I, I think a lot of people can, you know, um, have, have a similar experience with this. All of us has in one way or another done something in competition, right? And for us to, uh, we were blessed to play collegiately. Mm -hmm. And when you get to that level, um, there is a significant amount of time, of effort, of love that you've dedicated to it. And when it's not reciprocated in a certain way by those who run that thing, whew, you can be dealing with some trauma. Right. Look, we're talking about the coach. Uh, we're not going to say his name, uh, but we, we had situations where, man, we graduated from college in 2000. Yes. And here we are, you know, 20 years later. Is it 25 years later? Wow that we still talk about the things that happened because basically they affected us in ways that we didn't know that it right. affected us. Cause right. we, we talk about it and, and we, we, sometimes we bring it up and we laugh a little bit, but there's really some unanswered questions and some why, like, why did that happen? Sure. Why sure. did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when we continuously bring it up, mm -hmm. um, what I've seen with men is that we are not necessarily direct when it comes to trauma. Right. Um, we'll usually bring up stories in order to um, even give a light to some of the trauma that we've experienced. You know, like our counterparts, our women, they'll get together and say, man, this happened to me and blah, 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 blah. And then they're really trying to work through it. Whereas right. some, most men, like if they do talk about it, it's like, ha ha, man, you won't believe what happened. You remember that much? But in actuality, this is your own cathartic process without even realizing it of dealing or acknowledging that you actually have this trauma. Right. It's therapy. 
It's therapy yeah. for us. And on the flip side of that, sometimes we can't bring up anything. People exactly. refuse to talk about certain situations because it is too painful. It is too traumatic. Yeah. And you might think you over it. You just don't want to talk about it, but actually it's bothering you. Sure. And it exhibits, it, it comes out and manifests itself in ways that you may not recognize. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great point. I mean, I think that when I've seen, or even with myself, I have not spoken about certain things because I thought it was a sign of weakness. Mm. And then when you hear somebody talking about it, there's times where I think I've tried to elevate myself by saying, man, that dude weak. Cause he even, he even talking about that as opposed to actually considering, is there some benefit or why is this even, why is he even talking like that in the first place? I, I think that is something we have to pay attention to as well as when you can't even, or you don't want to talk about something that hurt you at one time or another. Right. So those are two things that the men out there listening, um, some self-examination is in order just so you can kind of deal with things yourself. If you find yourself out there bringing stories up often, you have to realize maybe they affected you in ways, in deeper ways that you weren't even aware of. And maybe that manifests itself in the way you treat people or the way you handle relationships. And we want to address those things, of course, but you got to first recognize them to address them. That's, uh, yeah, that's pure. That's pure. And when you talk about recognize things, you know, another little personal tidbit for me, I found it interesting that when I spend time with God, when I'm reading his word, mm -hmm. I'd be surprised by how often there are things brought up in my life that were traumatic. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm meditating right now. And now this comes up. So I, I think that just goes along the same line of what what we've talked about. It's like, hey, you bring it up. Either you're talking about it or you don't want to talk about it. And even as you're meditating and spending time with the Lord, you'd be surprised what this Holy Spirit may reveal, what he may bring to mind about something because you haven't started to resolve it. You haven't even acknowledged it yet. Right. That's so powerful. And what you, what you have to understand, too, that God has to answer for all of those hurts. All of it. God has to answer for all of those things that even when you bring them up, he can give you remedies for them. You just have to believe. Mm. It's the perfect time to get into I believe by James <laughs> Fortune. And we'll be right back here on FBS Fireside. I That was that was a powerful segment, man. Um, I, you know, sometimes we fool ourselves when we when we think about, you know, we we're over things, and then if we're over them, why we keep bringing them up? Why we keep talking about them? You know, yeah. so we definitely have to, you know, understand when, when we do things like that what it actually means. 
Uh, with that being said, another way, you know, that you may be dealing with trauma is if there's a lot of anger, if you're dealing with a lot of anger, Oof. you know what I mean? Maybe you're easily offended or you, you call yourself a, a self-professed hothead or, you know, I have a, I know, you know, I have a temper, but maybe that temper comes from an actual event that occurred in your life, mm. you know, that, that you didn't deal with. Right. I can tell you from personal experience, third grade was tough for me. Third grade was tough for me because, um, and I know that sounds funny, it's a super throwback, but um, my mother and father got divorced and my actually father left us and that started like a spiral for me where I was really, really angry and I was really, really just, you know, mean to people and uh, my brother and um, I got in trouble in school, started acting out and... Um, a lot of people didn't know what was wrong with me because it was so out of character. But I found that, you know, that anger lasted for a long time. It took mm. me a long time to realize that, man, that divorce or my father leaving and that didn't, I could say that didn't affect me all day long, but it actually affected me. Sure. Sure. Well, um, along that same line, mm -hmm. what I find interesting is you can have a traumatic event mm -hmm. and then you can start getting angry right at the point of the event or the traumatic event almost starts like this, this small snowball effect going down the hill. Right. So that you got whatever anger, frustration that's starting to roll. And then here comes some other things that normally wouldn't attach to the snowball going down the hill, but it does now because of the traumatic event such that, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking about, I would get angry at certain jokes that were made even by, you know, like my wife, you know, it was, it's hilarious, but why was I getting mad at it? Well, right. I could go back to being ridiculed at a particular time wow. and then feeling as though I'm not part of the team, not part of the group. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing like when you get ridiculed, um, by the very group that you want, you seek acceptance from. Right. And then all of a sudden now you get in a relationship and in a different environment, the joke would be hilarious, but because that traumatic or that trauma started that snowball effect. <laughs> now when somebody asks something that even resembles it, now you're angry. So it goes along to that point. It's like, ah, oh, this explosive anger. Or if you are sitting around thinking, let somebody try me. Let them do something. If you constantly right. doing that, hey, yo, you dealing with trauma. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's definitely some trauma, man. And with that anger, uh, that's that's very powerful because, like, when you do get upset, it's like you're not getting upset just at that that instance right there. All the trauma you're giving, all that's coming together in this yeah. super rage yes. that, that's been building up and snowballing. So, I, man, I totally get that. That's why I think as fathers, too, we definitely have to watch our children and their temperament because mm -hmm. they might be dealing with trauma as well. And it manifests itself in the anger. Yeah. You know, that's why you have to make sure that certain situations where you think a kid is good, you don't know because I was dealing with that and was dealing with things in into my adulthood that weren't resolved as a kid. But as a kid, I didn't know how to express that. Sure. I just acted out. 
You know, I, I didn't know how to say, you know what, I'm really hurt that my father left and now I feel inadequate. Now I feel like, you know, he left because of me or he didn't want me or I wasn't good enough to be his son or whatever. You know, but now I'm upset and I'm taking it out on people. I couldn't express that. You right. know what I mean? Yes. So we have to be careful in situations like this, whether it's broken home, whether it's a divorce, whatever it is, we have to ask questions and communicate and, and make it be therapeutic even now for kids because you don't want that, like you just said, snowballing and turning into something else that really could change the trajectory of their lives. Yes, yes, that's that's so good, bro. I, I think the key to doing that too is let's not get distracted. Mm. Um, you can be distracted from the results of trauma, from the impact of trauma. You know, we can kind of run away from it. And then when we do that, you can't necessarily see it in yourself or in your children. Right. And so it is pivotal for you to to be uh, introspective, like you said earlier. Take the time. It's OK. But you have to be honest with yourself and acknowledge, like, am I that angry person? Is my child even exhibiting that? And then on top of it. I'd even say that you can exhibit anger when you're depressed. Mm -hmm. You can exhibit um, a proclivity for going after more women, for instance, when you are dealing with trauma mm -hmm. uh, or not being able to establish sound or relationships that are reciprocal, where you're not just taking because of trauma. It's like, yo, I'm ready to flip off. This woman ain't ready for me. So she, she says something crazy. She gone. Now let me go to the next one and so on and so forth. So these are, these are signs that we have to consider like, yo, you've dealt with something that is traumatic or you are dealing with trauma. Well, you have to be introspective and realize that this anger, this anger that can show up as depression, show up as betrayal or rejection or even distraction is evidence of trauma. Right. I think we need to go back to and see if we can identify that changing point. Those, yeah. those, those instances or those, um, those actions or whatever happened, whatever occurrence happened that triggered it. You know what I mean? I think if we really do that, uh, we could remember what it was. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot that that happened when I was a child yeah. or I thought when that happened, it wasn't going to affect me. Yes. Um, but we also have to understand and We always come back to the same point that number one, God can cure all of that. Amen. God can give you joy to replace that anger. Right. You know? And that, that joy can be um, unspeakable joy. I, it, it reminds me of this song. As a matter of fact, let's get into this song, Unspeakable Joy by Douglas Miller. And 
we're back, man. Uh, Ronnie, I would like to thank you for just being with us in the studio today. Yes, love, sir. Insight, love going down memory lane. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love the, conver- the conversation and the topic for today, how we can, three ways we can identify, you know, if you're dealing with unresolved trauma. Of course, first, we were talking about if you're bringing up stories over and over again, and, you know, like you said, family might be like, We've heard that story before. You may be dealing with some unresolved trauma there, or if there are things that you just can't speak about. Um, number two, if you're angry, you're easily offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're walking around with this kind of dark cloud, and maybe you think that that's a part of your personality, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's some unresolved trauma that you're dealing with. And last but not least, man, feelings of lack of self-worth, lack of confidence. So you didn't measure up. Maybe it's because of something that you that you went through that caused you some trauma. That's um, correct. Yes, sir. And specifically for me, I would say one of those things would be losing my job in 2013. Mm. What happened, bro? Uh, I was teaching athletic director, basketball coach, high scores in, in the school, and I got surplus. And, and where I'm from, that's basically getting laid off. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. And and I, I looked at it both ways. I was like, okay, the, the curse, you know, you know, they say a blessing and a curse. Sure. The curse part was, you know, I was the MVP doing everything right at the school and got fired. The blessing was okay, now you can go full-time into entrepreneurship, which I felt like I was being called. But I was not prepared for how that would affect my wife and our relationship. Ooh, got you. And what happened there? Uh, And, you know, women deal with stress different than we do. We can kind of compartmentalize, you know. Right. They may not be able to do that as well. And then it'll get to the point where they had all they can take and they explode out the blue. And you're like, what, what happened? But I felt, man, I felt small. I felt less than after a while because um, she started passing me her card to pay for things. Mm. Every restaurant we went to, when it was time to get gas, uh, you know, it felt, you know, I was the breadwinner. And and this is how I feel. I feel like even if both of both of us are working, I am supposed to take care of things. You know, she can save her money, maybe buy some things. But when it comes to mortgage, when it comes to car notes, when it comes to the big bills, that's supposed to be me. Hmm. I found myself in the reverse role. I really felt like it was a mother child almost situation. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's strong, bro. So when you were feeling all of that, what did you start thinking of yourself? Did I do the right thing? You know, did I make a mistake? Um, And when I'm talking about make a mistake, I had an opportunity to go back and try to get another teaching job. As a matter of fact, people tried to call and see what I'd be interested in teaching, but I told them no because I was on this entrepreneurial track. Um, but it was, it was a lot of shame because a lot of times, you know, your, your son or sons see that card getting passed back to you. Like you will pass a card back to them. Mm. You know, I was no longer in a position to, to do all the swiping and the paying. Oh, you know? yeah. 
And I and and I wasn't. I didn't know how much she was paying for. I didn't realize it until she came out and gave me ultimatums and said, "Look, either this thing got to work that you're doing, or you you got to get a job." Mm. You know, and um, that's 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 heavy for for a man and his pride. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, and that that affected our relationship for a long time, um, especially especially when you're talking about self worth, you right. know. And 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 now it's like you've gone through this this event, which is unfair. It's one thing when you get kind of punished for something you've done. Like I think we as men, we accept like, yeah, I I did do that. Right. So I'm taking an L. But now you're working hard. You're doing more than what you even signed up to do, but you're just doing it out of, because this is what has to be done. You want to take care of it. You still have this happen. That can be so traumatic. What was it that prevented you from becoming apathetic, though? Like like just saying, you know what? Forget it all. None of this matters. Man, I, I, it's faith. Mm. It's faith. Um, it's faith in God. It's faith in my my talents that God has given have has given me. Um, but I, I would be lying if I didn't say that there were many nights that that I felt alone. There were many nights where I felt like um, I made a mistake, and maybe because the faith part, I believe God was telling me, "Look, this is your this is your chance to do this. This is what I want you to do." But I also felt like. Uh, maybe my mom is right because everybody was on me. Everybody was on me. People were trying to figure out and wonder, you know, what was going on. And uh, two years after that, in 2015, I co-started a school, but we didn't have a salary for that school, right? It, it was a different type of program that led me deeper into not having cash flow. And that's what my wife was like, nah, either the school goes or I go. Ooh, wow. Wow. It, it was getting to that point. So being faced with that um, is an experience that I don't want to go through again. And, you know, some of those effects were, you know, really being a miser, a penny pincher when it comes to, to funds. I definitely don't want my wife to be in a position where she feels like she has to shoulder the load. So so many things that we go through as men um, that can cause trauma that we have to recognize how that affects our lives. Yeah. Um, and we definitely got to pick up next week and talk about how to heal from these things, how to yeah. heal from that anger, those feelings of shame and inadequacy. Because God and his supernatural power, the only thing that can heal us. Mm. Uh, with that being said, I want to thank you again for joining me. I want to end with prayer. Uh bow your heads with me. Yes. Lord, we just thank you right now for health, wealth, success. We thank you right now for keeping us safe from our hurt, harm, and danger, evil people, spirits, any pestilence, disease. Lord, we pray that you eradicate that from the land. We thank you right now for, for just keeping us healthy, all of us, God. We also thank you right now for healing that trauma, replacing that, that pain with joy, the joy that you can bring, that unspeakable joy that only you and your supernatural power can grant us. Your son, Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Man, that that healing, it can it can happen suddenly. You think it might take a long time, but that healing, it can happen suddenly. 
just like this song that's coming up here as we as we leave to come back again next week by Bishop Eddie Long and the New Birth Total Praise Choir suddenly. And we'll see you back here next week on FBS Fireside. I'm gonna tell you about a man named Jesus. I don't care what you need. He will do it suddenly. It don't take all day or